0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Three Men and Their Babies, Three Dads, Three Very Different Scenarios. Little break last week, unforeseen unfortunately, one of us was ill, the other one had baby troubles, and the other one just sat at his computer for an hour, staring into the abyss. So, but we're back, (laughs) Benny, Adam, (laughs)
1: how you doing boys? It's nice to know that in like the hour or so that we usually have scheduled to do this, you still sat at your computer, Hmm. like waiting just in case. Oh yeah. We could record a podcast. I'm a goddamn professional. You never know someone's going to Sol-
2: Solitary tear in. running down your cheek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're not, uh, they're not eyes, coming, are they?
1: Eyes glazed over, staring dryly at the Discord chat window, <laughs> seeing if we would join.
0: I put a uh, I put an image on my computer screen of a rain-soaked window as well, just to really set the mood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, a little bit of we... Dido playing in the background. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stand on repeat. All right. <laughs> how are we doing, boys, anyway? we okay? Yeah, Benny. How, how is Freya now? How are her teeth? I mean, we, we we still have
2: good days and bad days, and the bad days tend to fall on to a Thursday, which is the worst day, especially for podcast recording, that they can possibly fall on. Like today, um, she was fine. Well, according to Blossom, she was fine all day. And the second I walk into the house, um, apparently her teeth start hurt. And I starting to think it's more personal than that. And the fact that she, uh, she forgets who I am. And then I walk back in and I was like, no, it's me. It's Dad." <laughs> but yeah, it's the teeth, the teeth te- is still happening. And then that is leading into the, the baby led weaning, which uh, I've shared, shared two pictures of. And uh, that's starting to get more and more advanced now, but it is actually like the coolest thing I think that we've done with her so far. Just seeing her like pick things up and explore. And just like, Especially like, cause have been given her like um, toast with uh, random things on top. So the other day it was tomato puree and cheese. Today we did a bit of uh, Nutella and banana. Give it a bit of a sweet twist. Oh, good choice. And yeah. She does. This, she does this thing that I love, where she just picks it up and just like flops it over, like, from one side to the other before she. <laughs> at, at, like she's like, hmm, should I, should I eat you or not? I don't know. Before oh, oh me, just gets shoved in the gob. But she wasn't a big fan of Nutella, which has really upset Blossom, because as you both know, Blossom is a Nutella theme. So uh, we might be seeing a, a mother fall- mother daughter fallout very soon.
0: Yeah, just if you could make sure as well that you don't keep sending me fucking pictures, please, of your baby covered in food. <laughs> because I'm so she close had, like, to just one bit of banana on her face. Every time. Oh,
1: it's the worst. It's the black. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that is the God. one thing you have like it, it's almost a phobia. It Isn't is. it? You it know is. when you see those people who go, oh my god, I've got a phobia of goats and yeah. I've been brought on to Jerry Springer and he's trying to make me stroke a goat and I'm <laughs> freaking out over in the corner. It's like that visceral reaction of just a photo of a child like covered in spaghetti hoops or baby jar, the Heinz or Cairngate baby jar.
0: I have no issue, I've said before, I have no issue with babies having food around their mouth. They're going to get food around their mouth, and they're going to get food on yeah, their hands. Cool. That's fine, because they yeah. just want to grab stuff. No issue with that. When they tip up the bowl and pour it over their fucking head, <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing as a society where well, that is okay? And I don't, get, I don't get my issues with it. I've been watching the Korean zombie show, All of Us Are Dead, and it's proper gruesome. I mean, they are eating each other's face off in some scenes and devouring out each other's intestines and i'm just like eating my dinner watching it not a slight issue yeah don't care but sarah said tonight she said oh benny sent a picture of freya through with food on her and i was just thinking oh god no like like why what are we doing i don't know where i get the hate is, from is there like
1: i don't get it is there a cutoff with the type of food that the baby's eating. Like, say the baby just had, like, dry Cheerios or Rice Krispies. Or, like, Cheerios, when when you handle them, they get a little bit tacky, don't they? And then <laughs> like, if they stuck to the baby's head, would that be enough of a revulsion for you? Or does it right? have to be, like, a, a wet food? <laughs> wet
0: food is, I mean, A grade, the worst. That's, without question, the absolute worst. Yeah. But when we went down to see my friend Gaz and his wife Sarah because they've got a little boy called Arlo who was one last month. And they were we went down in, I think, November or something. And they were getting him. He was weaning at that point and they were doing different foods and stuff. So Sarah was making him different textured foods for him to get used to it. So one morning for breakfast, he had pasta with some kind of herbs in it. It was dry pasta. And all they'd hmm. done to kind of get the herbs to stick to the pasta was after it came out of the pan, they drained it. Sprinkled a few herbs on, and that was it. So it wasn't soggy or moist. It had been in the fridge, so it was kind of like you say, just a bit tacky. And I was thinking to myself because Gaz just put the bowl in front of him and put his spoon next to the bowl just in case he wanted to hold the spoon as well to get used to it. And Arlo just dumps his fist into this bowl of dry pasta, (laughs) and I was thinking, (laughs) I was thinking to myself. Like you've just asked me, I was wondering, is this my cutoff point? Am I gonna be okay with this? No, I wasn't. The second he started <laughs> to squeeze the pasta through the gaps in his fingers, I was just going, I can't watch this dude. I cannot watch this. And I don't I don't understand it. I don't under and kind of it's definitely something with food. Quick peek behind yeah. the curtain, but you know, when you're a lad, there's always that funny thing of, oh yeah, me and the missus went downstairs, opened the fridge, and we're we'll like playing with food on each other and stuff. And I'm just thinking, oh. why <laughs> the fuck? No. Oh, she came out of the she came out of the bedroom wearing a whipped cream teddy. I'd be saying, love, oh, can you God. just get in the fucking shower first, please? Because that is gross. That don't <laughs> I don't.
1: I'd be worried about my sheets. I, I'd be going, now <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got to do loads of laundry, and oh, my duvet cover is a right bugger to get back on. So, After it's been in the tumble dry. <laughs>
0: it's definitely yeah, it's definitely a food thing altogether with me as well. I hate messy Do you eaters. Think... People who get it around the chops, I can't be doing with that. Oh, just disgusting.
2: Do you think it's like your and I use I use this term loosely. Um, your chef-y background that's uh, led you to be this way. How dare you pre- preface that with loosely? By the way,
1: <laughs>
0: um, no, because when I when I started working in the kitchen, I started off in the pot wash, so I had to. Yeah. You know, I was handling plates covered in food and all that kind of stuff, and it mm. didn't freak me out for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe because it was my job that, and I had that, no choice. But
2: yeah. it's funny you say that. It's, it's funny you say that because that's what I can deal with. I, I spent like twelve years in the hospitality sector, and I, I cleared countless amount of plates in my time, and I hated getting someone else's food or just any food like, on my fingers. Like when I'm eating myself, it's fine, but the second someone touches it, and I, I like. When you pick up a plate and your thumb like slips into like a bit of sauce or whatever, like that, that, I, I had to I had to stand by by the sink scrubbing my hand for like yeah. thirty seconds, saying my
1: Hail Marys while I did it. Well yeah. the easiest way is just to stick your thumb in your mouth and just lick it off. That's oh. what I mean then. Well the best thing oh. to
0: do is to walk out to the restaurant, put your finger in everyone's
1: plate so it's out of the way. Oh. So it's done. Yeah, exactly. While they're eating their food. Just rub it. it on someone else's plate. It's yeah. like <laughs> Yeah. No. When when I used to do pot wash, because I, I I worked in like pub kitchens as well, is that uh, I didn't find it so much of a problem. Even like when we had to disassemble the big industrial washer, mm. and you had to get like the the filters out that are full oh, of like the tiny bleak. bits of sweet. Corn oh, and everything. They were so grim. That never never turned my stomach at all. Even the smell of it, it was just like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But the You're worst laughing. thing I ever had, and again, it, it's kind of linking to, to your kind of phobia, Dan, is I think it was my brother. It was either my brother or it, it was my eldest. But when they were a baby, they were having spaghetti and sneezed. And the spaghetti went around the bend of their <sighs> mouth and coming out through their nose. No. and And <laughs> you could just see the little bit of spaghetti... Just, like, out of their nose. Like, not far enough out for you to grab it. <laughs> and when they were breathing in and out, it would come in and out Ooh, slightly. Oh Awful. <laughs> <laughs> to so the point where we had to actually get tweezers, and I had to, like, pull it out. And oh, it was, like, <laughs> it was oh, much longer than you thought it would be as yeah. well. I was horrendous. <laughs> and that that has really put me off kids with specifically spaghetti. Everything mm. else I'm fine with, but, oh, God... Not spaghetti. Yeah. So I don't know where it came from. I don't know why I did it, but
0: anybody like, and I, I understand it's it's a good thing for children. You know, messy play is a good thing. And I think yeah. looking back on it now, maybe I would have, maybe I would have preferred it. Maybe I had, I had taken Georgia to a messy play or something. I probably should have, maybe mm. I should have done that, but then, mm. you know, she's fine and everything, well,
1: but. Well, let's say, would, would stuff like, you know, slime or like paint, would that, would that, Cause the same no. visceral reaction
0: no because she had slimes here we used to we used to paint with her and stuff and never not an issue yeah. didn't bother me do you know what it is as well when georgia would paint or play with slime or something and then we'd go and have a, like a, a bath that yeah. didn't bother me in the slightest but if she was covered in food and then had to have a bath and be like food bits in the bath i would be close to <laughs> retching that would be horrific I couldn't so do they that. get
1: that like greasy sheen on the bathwater. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like when people dip trainers. <laughs> like, they've exactly. Speaking a different
1: colour.
2: <laughs> yeah. speaking, speaking, um, speaking of messing the bath, have I told you what Freya's done in the bath uh, a couple of times now? Uh, oh, but I'm no, guessing she's probably done. I don't know about floaters. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have had two separate occasions of uh, bath shitting where uh, we're giving her a wash and then suddenly the grunts start happening. And the first time there was like a proper like slug. On the bottom of, the, <laughs> of her little bath, and then the second time there was like a bunch of they're were, they were almost like pellets. It was like rabbit poo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just left little little pellets behind on the bath, and I was so proud of her because they broke away clean. She had a ghost poo in the bath, and I was like, "That's my girl!" Wow, nice. that's impressive.
0: Yeah, Georgia did that Dad a couple of times. Through the roof. She did a, again though. See, different didn't bother me in the slightest because ah okay, we yeah, just nah. drained the water out, washed it away, refilled the
1: bath, started again. Not exactly. a problem. But... You refilled the bath. Can't you just move it to a different part of the bath? <laughs> just further up. Don't waste that water. <laughs> no, it's
0: water. You can't
2: separate it. It's like a non-smoking section.
0: The smoke doesn't just stop.
2: <laughs> no, no amount of damning will be able to keep the shit particles out of the water.
1: That's my working class poverty upbringing. That is, it's like, don't waste <laughs> that water. Go on, just move up the bath. Dude, you must, well, have, to you must fair, have done this as the... well. Sorry, go on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the the news from the government today is we're all going yeah, to say. be having to do that, oh, aren't yeah. we? Because <laughs> we're all going to have to move in together and basically get all of our kids into a big dog pile just so that they can keep warm.
0: Yeah, there's no more bats. It's just a hose and a yard brush. So you've got mm-hmm. 20 seconds. It's like when... Um- Jules and Vincent have to clean each other at the Pulp Fiction. It's just soap and a, and a hose.
1: That's all we're going to ah, be see, doing. I'm, I'm going for the uh, the dust bath style, so my kids can be like pig pen, like a uh, peanuts, <laughs> like a chinchilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Adam,
0: you must have had to do the, and I can't believe Benny would have ever done this. You must have had to <laughs> use the old like my mum would have a bath, and then she'd be like, right, and you get, and I'd have to, I'd just be like, okay, so I'm using. Looking back on it now, I'm just yeah. using your dirty bath water then. That's what we have yeah. to do, kind of thing. That, yeah, yeah. that's just great. Thanks for that. I love that so much. I'm guessing you never yeah. had to do that, Benny.
2: Uh, well, I never got in after anybody else. Someone might have gotten in after me, but once my bath was done... like I, I started showering like, really early on. We, you know, I guess that's another middle-class thing is that we had a shower. <laughs>
0: yeah, you had a shower, shower early, doors. Bath. I think I had a
2: until I was about 15. <laughs> 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 I'm not even kidding. I wish that was a joke.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. I will say, I went to see my friend on Saturday in Manchester. He's a another single dad, like you, Adam. And his boy's only how he I think about a year in about a year and a half, something like that. Oh wow. And I got back on Saturday and so I said, How was he? And I said, he'd like to do look tired. Really tired. Oh, yeah. Because he's got a <laughs> little boy who's one and a half and is just a just a bag of energy, tottering around, grabbing everything. He said i'm i'm missing so many things so i said what do you mean he said well that my bin in my bathroom is uh infrared so you'd have to touch it you just wave your hand over it and the lid opens and he said yeah, his son is taking things out of the house taking them to the bathroom opening the the lid and just chucking stuff <laughs> in the bin and then my mate is then taking the bin out in the evening, to like the big bin, not realizing the stuff in it, <laughs> and he said, "There's like charges missing, remote controls, screwdrivers." And I'm that's like, what? "Where the hell is it?" He's like, "Oh my god, it's in the bin," because he caught him doing it the the day, <laughs> and his kids just threw <laughs> loads of stuff in
1: the bin. And I said, "Yeah, that's the little boys for you. Bags of energy, <laughs> yeah. one and a half as well." I I I think I've forgotten like what kids are like at that age. I I blacked it out of my memory. Like even though Daisy's. Only a couple of years older than that, being six, but, man, I, I can't remember what I would have had to do with a kid at that age.
0: It is mental, isn't it? Like, the, the the difference in the way they change so much from a certain age. Like you say, one and a half, they're kind of just... Talk, like, you like you now know, Benny, Freya's just starting to weak solid. She's getting used to it. She might mm-hmm. be now just sort of pulling herself up or looking to stand a little bit or something like that. And by the time they get yeah. to kind of four... It's that, oh, wow, you're now a completely little person. You can talk, you can tell me what you're mm. thinking. It's such a massive change that you've got to get used to. So, and it changes overnight. You just kind of think, yeah. oh, what happened? And you'll be the same when Freya's like four or five, and you'll think, what was it like when she was a year old? I can't
1: even remember. <laughs> Where's my precious little girl gone? Oh, don't. <laughs> oh, mate. It only gets better. It on- <laughs> it does. It only gets better. It is better.
0: I, I love the fact that Georgia, me like me and Georgia can laugh, and she's got a sense of humor, that kind of thing. It's the best. It's so
1: good. Speaking of which, I I was off with Daisy for a full week because she had COVID, uh, which which is what why I was ill, um, mm-hmm. which I hope was because of man flu. I've continually tested negative COVID, but her mom had it and was in no fit state to look after. Daisy had it. You wouldn't have even known. She was completely <laughs> asymptomatic. Huh. We could have sent her into school <clears throat> and not told school. And she could have infected loads of other kids and gone out and, you know, eventually led to, like, the deaths of millions.
2: What a power <laughs> like trip a a that is. You could, you could have turned your, like, youngest daughter you into a biological her. weapon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You could have sold her to, like, but, Iraq back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, she was, she was completely fine. But, obviously, she had to stay off from school. So, we were back in that, uh, like, original lockdown of homeschooling. Mm-hmm. And trying to keep her entertained while I'm working, and luckily my my uh, employer has quite a family friendly policy, and will give you like a certain allowance per year of leave for you to take for family reasons that doesn't come off your, your annual leave or anything like that. That's so I I managed to take five full days like paid where I just logged in for an hour in the morning just to keep on top of things. But the rest of the day it was just me and Daisy, which was great because we've been missing each other like crazy. And I've never played so much fucking Connect Four in my <laughs> life. That's all she has wanted to play is Connect Four. She bought it for herself with her Christmas money. She is crap at it. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't like know fully how to play it. She doesn't know all the strategies. Pro have been having. Uh, well, this is it. I've been having a time of my life, like, teaching her all the sneaky things. We've developed our own rules for the game. We have uh, three rounds, so a particular colour always goes first. The second round is the speed round, where you Ooh. don't take turns. You just put as many tokens in, in as fast as possible time, and then we rack up how many That's falls you
2: Speed, speed, I'm all into that.
1: And, and the last one is, you have to make nice patterns. With it, ah. so we've got these all these particular rounds. Like one is a style round. I can't get over <laughs> that. But it's amazed me that in in this whole period of time, she's just been so creative with such few things. She's got bedrooms and cupboards full of toys and books and craft material. She has spent ninety percent of her time with just Connect Four, mm. and I don't know if. George has ever done anything like that, where she's just obsessed over something? Absolutely. Or even if Freya has, if she's obsessed over one particular toy at the moment. Connect Four. Man, that's my jam at the moment.
2: <laughs> so I've I just, just got a quick question about Daisy and Connect Four. Over these five
1: days, did she show any improvement? Have, is she, she like has. a savant now? She, she has shown improvement, because I, I'm starting to give her... like I was explaining the... If I put this here, I can win because look at this pattern. Yeah. So what you would want to do is this. And so we've been like having tutorial games and it's got to the point now where I'll do like little verbal or visual cues to go, do you really want to do that, Daisy? Mm. And then she'll stop and think, okay, I can see the pattern you're going for now. But I I still beat her a lot of the time <laughs> because obviously you have I'm to. nearly 40 yeah. and she has to learn. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. exactly yeah.
2: <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm right with you on that. Like, no, no letting children win. No, no, break no. their spirits down so they get better. Beat
0: exactly. them, but then tell them how you beat them. Okay, this is how I won. So next time, That's it. Make sure you're better than me.
2: <laughs> beat, them, beat them, and then organize a press conference with the tactical <laughs> analysis of how you won. Like Massa and Bielsa. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Georgia definitely gets up. She's always. I think she's like me. In the, I'm the same with like say video games for example. I will play a video game. For about six weeks, I will hammer it to death. And then in one day I'll just go, no, done. I need something else now. George is the same with stuff. There's a period of time where she went, and ever since she was a baby, you know, we had to, we had, she had to have a certain toy with her all the time. And then it, for some reason, would just kind of phase out. Then it'd be another little toy. It would phase out. And then as she got older, she got obsessed with TikTok for like three months. She barely goes on it anymore. She got obsessed with playing Minecraft for sort of six months. She hasn't really been on it that much she definitely gets obsessed with that. She also we do also make our own games. We've done that before. We had a, we had a, a geography game where you opened the board out and it was a map of the world and then you had two yeah. sets of cards. I can't remember what the cards were for, but one had oh no, sorry, one had one set of cards was all capitals, and the other set of cards was all the countries. Now, I oh. cannot remember the rules of the game. Well, after a couple of weeks of playing it we just ended up making up our own rules and it kind of became yeah. a, you can only pick this card you can only pick this card if you choose this card you've got to do this kind of thing and that kind of stuff so yeah we, we definitely did the same kind of stuff
2: that game sounds incredible I want it old geography boy <laughs> me just like wants to play there right now It reminds me of like the I think it might have been the last um, team legend game that Sven went to and we had, we did the competition and my one was like flags of the world and flag, and like I thought like, I'm, I'm going to smash this no one else is going to be as good as me and then Sven beat me, and he's like, "Yeah, I was a flag boy too, Benny." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't remember what that game was called, I and mean, we we ended up throwing it away. And it's annoying that I can't remember the rules of the game we made up because we played it. I mean, probably God every other night for about three or four months. She was just obsessed with playing it, and she I mean, she was probably the same age as Daisy actually. Probably she was like six or seven. Yeah. But it's great though. I loved. I always loved. I always loved doing that myself. When me and my cousin played Mousetrap. We'd always then try and make the game. It work a different way. We try and put the pieces together in a different order to do different things, Mm. and we just make up our own rules
1: with the pieces. That's part of the fun. Ah, see, we we me and my cousins we did it with Hero Quest. Ah, Uh, yeah, the the Dungeons and Dragons Stroke Warhammer Light board Mm. game because we're all big fucking nerds, and uh, (laughs) that was actually a design element of the game. You could buy expansion packs where you could design your own adventures. And we did that so much. <laughs> like, really intricate sticker work. Because you had basically this, like, like, graph paper grid. You had to put the stickers on to show where a an orc or a goblin was and uh, where the secret treasure chest was hidden uh, out of all of these like dozens of papers of uh, or sheets of stickers oh, it was amazing it was amazing and now when I look back on it and how poorly we treated all of the pieces and how expensive that game is now if you wanted to buy a copy of that I, I shake my head <laughs> I feel so bad that I I was quite happy to cut up figures and glue them together to make even more scary monsters <laughs> when uh, like one figure from that board game it can go for like 20 quid on eBay. Oh dude. fucking terrible. I know. <laughs>
0: That's like. Realizing but you don't know, do you? When you. No, a kid. you don't know when you. Yeah, it's like realizing when you're younger, if you'd actually not played with the toys and just kept them in their box, it'd be a lot better now because you'd have like. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I've got a mint condition She-Ra from 1987. It's it's in Ooh. perfect <laughs> nick. It's always been in the box. Oh, it's not wonderful. But it's it's interesting that you never lose that kind of ability to make up your own game, and just mm. completely go off the rails and be kind of okay, yeah, we're not playing by these rules. Let's just come up with a whole new set of rules with what we've got in front of us. Like you say with connect 4, you would think, well, how how many different ways can you play it? But you've already got well, this like, is it. five yeah. or six different ways already. And there's probably another 10 or 20, but you just don't... We're just kind of such sticklers when we get to a certain area. Oh, yeah, you just play it this way. And then we just do it. Whereas when a kid comes yeah. along, they will say, well, why don't we do it like this? And you start thinking, oh, yeah, why don't we do it like that? And then you kind of get the ball rolling and you have more <laughs> ideas then, but... It is weird. You just kind of lose that yeah. as an adult, and then it takes a kid to show you, "Oh yeah, think outside the box," because that's what kids are really good at, aren't they? They don't look at things as kind of not logically, yeah. but they haven't got that yeah, really exactly
1: kind of thought process in their head of oh, it should work this way. So it's that creativeness but... and that inventiveness, yeah, where they they can see things in a, a kind of a more malleable fashion,
2: <laughs> and they also like to change the rules to make their chances of winning higher. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I always because remember hate playing...
0: Um, I, had a, I had a little kind of crappy plastic table football thing when I was a kid. I got it for on Christmas. And my cousin, who's sort of 13, 14 months younger than me, I was the red team and I was winning. So he said, I want to swap because he thought the red team was better on the table football table. it was <laughs> Just because it was me controlling it. And then I beat him with the blue team. And he went, oh, I thought the red team were better. I was like, no, it's just because I'm controlling the
1: red team and I'm bigger than you. So I can, like, hit the ball harder and stuff. Oh it- my god, you just unlocked a memory <gasps> oh no. of a game as yes. a kid.
0: Memory unlocked. let's go.
1: Super Cup Football. Oh yes, I had that, I had that. It was <laughs> the, a, like an electronic Subutio stroke table oh, football cool. game with the tiniest football... And you basically had, like, three players or five players and a goalie, and you could move them up and down the field, or up and down the pitch, and spin them. And oh, they I had
2: this game as well. Yeah, Sorry. they had,
1: like, a, a roaring <laughs> crowd effect, yeah. and a timer, and everything, and it took the most D batteries I've ever seen a game <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, me and my cousin used to play the hell out of that game. Are you looking at this it, it like now? I'm of looking at it right now. like one of the few board games. Yeah, it's one of the few board games at my grands where we used to like meet up and play. Ah, the nostalgia. It's it currently amazing. on Etsy, excellent unused condition for two hundred and fifty pounds. Mm. Still in the box. Oh my god! Okay, M- I've just seen M- I've just seen one on eBay for fifty quid.
0: Yeah, oh well, there that.
1: you go. I can get five of them then. That's there fine. You know, get Five. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my God, we'll be millionaires, yeah, there is a flash that is a flashback,
1: oh my God, my God, yeah, it oh, was Tony power shot soccer it's also known as I played that so much, I played that so much.
0: much, okay, so I know you guys I'm fairly sure you guys saw this picture, but speaking of kids kind of not playing by the rules or coming up with their own ideas, we got a new fridge delivered um last Monday, so not the Monday just gone the Monday before that, obviously, it came in a gigantic box. So, Georgia gets in from school and she says, Oh, what's in that? So, we've got a new fridge. She said, Oh my God. I was thinking, she's excited about the fridge. She says, Can I have the box? I said, Yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. she did. Classic. She's still, she's 10 years old and she still loves playing with boxes. She says, Okay, let's, let's, let's like, because I, I kind of cut the box, obviously, down the cut hairline to open it. So, it, would just, it just folded out into one giant, I mean, gigantic piece of cardboard. So we folded it back up. Can you help me tape it up so it stays together? Yeah, sure. Taped it up. She says, right, I'm making a den. Okay, fine. So she gets (laughs) a blanket down. She brings some pillows down. She turns it round so it's facing the television. And it's, I mean, it's it's as tall as a fridge. So it's probably six foot long on the floor. So obviously she's in it and she's all the way down the bottom end. Can you see me? Can you see me this way? Yes, I can see. I'm in here. Okay, fine. She says, I need some windows. Can you can you cut me some windows out? I was like, yeah, right, sure. I'll cut some windows out. Get a Stanley knife, cut the windows out. And then she says, actually, can I sleep in this tonight? So I was thinking, oh, fuck. I was thinking, George, you've got a bed. Like a bed that costs a fortune. I've mentioned to you before. She enjoys sleeping on the floor. I've mentioned before we have that gap in between her bed and her wardrobe where she will sleep. But like, George, you've got a bed right there. She said, Yeah, but this is kind of cool. So Monday night last week, she slept in a box on the floor like
2: a homeless person.
0: (laughs) Just thinking, this is just, just, and she slept right at the far end. So we had to kind of, like, so I, I, packed it all out, put two duvets in there, two blankets in there, pillows, and then (laughs) when I left, I kind of thought, oh, wish I could do that. That seems really cool. (laughs) I'm just sat there in a (laughs) shitty bed. My normal crappy bed. George has got a fort. It's not fair. I was just thinking, don't ever. I was just think, looking at her, thinking, don't ever lose this sense of wonderment over a box. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just enjoy it for the rest of your life. Just always try and keep it. Forever love the box. Forever love the box. I don't know why she loves boxes so much. It's so weird. It's like she's got nothing. She's got everything, but she just wants to sleep in a box. Don't do you, uh... Uh, I do not understand it.
1: You and I do. Get to sleep well, in a box. I suppose, well, yeah. How cool's that? To be fair, yeah, you it's, get to it's sleep... It's like in... your own private little space. It's your own little space, actually, yeah.
0: Maybe that's a thing. You know, we were talking about Thickey Holden and his tension sheets the other week. Maybe that's <laughs> what we should do. We should just start getting boxes and just call them some... What, we... what would we call them? Private... Not private spaces. What could we call it? We could... We're going to sell these boxes. <laughs> we're going to sell... Is- isolation
1: <laughs> <keys>. private parts. <laughs>
0: Isolation cube. There you go.
1: Portable isolation cube, because you can fold it up and take it with you. Lightweight as well. <laughs> no, that that's already trademarked by Judge Dredd. That's, that's what the prison cells are called in Judge Dredd. You're They're right. iso cubes. One for the iso cubes.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: God, you're right. How oh, dare you, <laughs> She was watching... And this is, kind of, this is more of a thing for Adam and coffee because his kids are a certain age, but she was watching YouTube of the day. Do your kids ever get stuck... Where they just want to watch the same thing all the time, because uh, for some reason yeah. Georgia, Georgia will watch. I'm like Georgia, you're on YouTube. There is there's 24 hours of content uploaded every five seconds. There must be something else on YouTube that you can watch, but she will watch the same videos over and over and over again. And I'm thinking, yeah. is this a is this a me thing? Is this a her thing? Do other kids do this? So obviously guessing by all reaction, kids your kids do, do that. Yeah.
1: Oh, all kids do it. I did it as a kid, just obviously not with YouTube. Uh, like, I, my favourite Disney film of all time is Aladdin. The original animated Aladdin film. I have literally watched that film over a hundred times as a kid. To so the point where I could quote the whole thing. It's what kids do there There is something in the kids that we they appreciate that repetitive nature, knowing the outcomes, knowing the rewards, and somehow they are able to still find comfort and excitement and entertainment in that but I'm sure there there must have been like a film or something that you just could not get enough of that you could watch over and over and over again. When you guys were kids.
0: Okay, so there was for me. Mine was Jason and the Argonauts, the 1963 film. But then I'm thinking, didn't we do that because there was no other choice? Because what else was there to watch? So we came home from school. Well, I'm not watching Highway or (laughs) whatever the fuck is on BBC Two at half past three in the afternoon. (laughs) I guess I'll stick on Jason and the Argonauts because there's
1: nothing else on. Whereas now there's so much choice. No, I I think that that is, regardless, I mean, obviously if you've got no choice but to watch something that you find entertaining, then that's fine, but why did you find that entertaining rather than something new? The Highway, (laughs) or El Dorado, or whatever was on. (laughs) Why wouldn't you rather watch that, (laughs) which is new, and you've never seen before, than watch Jason and the Argonauts for, like, the umpteenth time? You already know what's happening in Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah, but
0: I wasn't going to watch fucking Harry Seacum singing over the Scottish Moors, like singing choir <laughs> songs over the Scottish Moors, because that I just would rather stick pins in my eyes at that time. And Whoa. the same with whatever was on, you know, BBC Two, fucking replays of Going for Gold or something. I, no, this isn't.
1: <laughs> or I could
0: oh,
2: watch... go No Going for Gold slander this, on this podcast. And, hey, I'm not, I'm not slandering. I'm not slandering.
1: No, it's Latin a repeat, region. so he's already seen it. Yeah, uh, I've already uh, seen just it. Just like I he'd it. already seen Jason and the Argonauts. Because I hadn't gone to school, obviously, so I'd already seen the one o'clock yeah. show. I didn't need to see the four o'clock show <laughs> again. <laughs> but the thing is, my, my mum worked in a video shop and came back with, like, different videos every night and then, obviously, DVDs. And our house was full of them. She, she had hundreds of videos and that later DVDs that I could watch. But I always went for Aladdin. Because it's just fucking great, and I really enjoyed it. Even though I watched it literally into the triple figures, mm-hmm. like I could I could have watched like Jackie Chan films, and I did voraciously and repetitively. I could have watched, you know, all these old BBC TV shows and sitcoms that she taped off the telly, which I did. But that was something that I would watch over and over and over again. And it's not through lack of choice, it, it was a definite choice. Yeah, and I think true. it's a common thing where kids will rewatch stuff. Daisy has a few, uh, as I've mentioned before, she has a few particular people that she likes watching her videos of on YouTube. And she will watch the same ones over and over again, to the point where I go, you have watched this three times today. Mm-hmm. Can we you please have something else on? She's like, no, no, I like it. I can't criticise it, because that was exactly the same. I was like, fucking uh, Aladdin, again? <laughs> <laughs> what was yours, Benny, growing up?
0: What was the thing you wanted to watch? Or oh, did you not do it? Or did you do it?
2: Uh, I wasn't like, when we got home from school, I wasn't really allowed to choose what we watched on TV. Like, it was a uh, get in, get dressed, and uh, once you're dressed, Dad's in. So um, Dad takes control of the TV, and then you watch yeah, Neighbours and, and Home and Away.
0: And then it's time for the Conservative Party Conference, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, yeah, I I
0: got that That as well. Yeah, yeah, I got that as well. But I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. It just, I guess. Well, there you go. Then, obviously, other kids do do it. I just find it mad though that not mad as in angry, but crazy. But there's so much choice. You have so many channels, so many streaming services. There's God, thousands and thousands of things you can watch. I know in your case, Adam, you said you have different videos and stuff. But all of those videos and DVDs you had that wasn't even half of what's on Netflix right now. And that's just Netflix, you know? Not considering everything else and YouTube, but I think like eating the same meal or, you know, like people always have to have a cup of tea at a certain time or a cup of coffee at a certain time. It's that kind of, yeah, this is my routine. This is what I like. I think I've heard it before where people always watch the same show. You know, I'm just watching you know, reruns of this show over and over and over again. Because if I watch a new show and I don't like it, well, now I've wasted five hours of my time trying to get to the <laughs> show that I don't like. I'd rather just watch something I know I'm going to enjoy, even if I have seen it before, and I can recite it word for
1: word, so. It It is a, a psychological thing. Studies have been done on it. Some movies, kids may not fully understand them the first time they see it, and so repetitive or repeated viewing... Helps their cognitive processes, so they can keep up with the uh, the story. And being more familiar with the story and the characters makes that easier. The repetition can add comfort and give them a a predictable and safe place in the world. Mm. If things in the outside world are uh, not going as they want, yeah, that makes uh, sense. And it's it's also a valuable learning strategy that stimulates thinking, helps them develop logical thinking and understanding cause and effect relationships. Oh, wow. All that yeah, from watching repeats is... of Neighbours.
0: That's impressive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is sourced from uh, a, a study called Get the Story Straight. Contextual repetition promotes word learning from storybooks. So oh. obviously it's a similar thing. You know, you repetitively or repeatedly reading the same story, you're just consuming a piece of media. So yeah. I didn't
2: realise I owed um, Harold Bishop as
1: much as I actually do. Actually <laughs> he of that is? man. He died for your sins. <laughs> he died. <I> mean. for- <laughs> did he get washed off a rock and, then, and then came back? And then yeah, came back with, yeah. With a, <laughs> yeah, three days later, he emerged from the cave with no memory and a tuba.
2: <laughs> he's just—he's just like Harambe. <laughs>
1: I can't believe I remember everything about the fucking Harold Bishop story. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's it. It's that, that comfort that you get. That repeated knowledge yes. of reading the gospel according to Madge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and lo, Jesus did say, on yeah. the seventh day, he created Erinsborough. <laughs> 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 oh, God almighty. For fuck's sake. You know what? And I Paul remember... Robinson
2: was cast down to hell. <laughs> <laughs> the most yeah, evil man is... in existence.
0: He is the devil, isn't he, Neighbors? He is the devil. <laughs> Greatest TV heel ever. Like, he is Satan in oh Neighbors. Absolutely. Not a single don't Carl, know.
1: Carl was tempted to buy the books and Annalise <laughs> and strayed from the path.
0: No. Wasn't, it Sarah? wasn't his secretary called Sarah? Oh, it was, wasn't hair. it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You see, know, okay. Carl's, had more, Carl's had more affairs than I've had. I don't, I've had sexual partners, so... Yeah, That's a, fair, yeah, a, yeah. A
0: Carl's fucking rampant, isn't he?
2: there. Yeah, he's rampant.
0: <laughs> that was hilarious you said before, them that I unlocked a memory of yours. You've just unlocked. I remember vividly, vividly when Scott Robinson crashed his car, and it was a Friday afternoon, and Scott Robinson was... <laughs> I think there was two other people in his car. They had a big crash, and neighbours went off on a cliffhanger, and I went, Oh my God! I need to wait till Monday. I remember sitting <laughs> on my mum's living room floor, like watching it on telly. Oh, wow. That's just been a major flashback. Oh, me, <laughs> The fucking word, the word according to Harold Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, I was going to say about George watching YouTube and stuff. She was watching a YouTuber the other day. And I understand there's like lots of weird kind of funky stuff on YouTube, but it kind of, I didn't quite understand the amount of views and stuff like that that certain things can get. Because Georgia loves fidgets, and we talked about fidgets last week. She's now watching YouTubers do stuff with fidgets. So here's my collection of fidgets. Here's this, here's that. She was watching this YouTube the other day. The entire video was her going, Oh, hey guys, how you doing? So today we've got to sort out my lip balm collection. That was the video. It was her with a box of lip balms, and she just sorted them out. And that was it. And I was just... I have genuinely stunned. And I said to Georgia, "How many?" I said, to her, "I said, how many views has this got? I said, because if it's got over, over a million, I'm scissor-kicking the TV. And it was like <laughs> 1.6 million views. And I was thinking, how is this? I mean, fair play to the girl. She's just literally tidying up and people are watching her tidy up. Yeah. But I was thinking, there's people who put so much effort into YouTube production and stuff oh, like yeah. that. I was thinking, wow, that somebody can just tidy their lip balms, and it gets 1.6 million views at that point. I just found it astonishing. I mean, that's, the, I guess, the old man in me, but I just found that astonishing.
1: It, it's crazy. I, I don't know if you guys have heard of the guy on YouTube, Captain Disillusion. He's this, like, computer graphics messiah. He's absolutely amazing at, like, the, the video editing and production and stuff like that. And he releases videos kind of very infrequently. And he often talks about, like, here is a video that's very viral at the moment. Here's how we can prove it that it's fake. And if we wanted to recreate it and make it look more realistic and get rid of those things, here's how we can do it. And his videos come out so sporadically because he puts so much effort into it. Like, absolute professional cinema-quality effects in it. And despite him being such a big name and what have you, he will his views will pale in comparison compared to someone playing with slime <laughs> for <laughs> an hour. Or a guy dressed as Spider-Man pretending to have sex with members of Frozen. And it it blows <laughs> my mind that the whole kid side of YouTube can be so profitable. Oh, like yeah. so so profitable.
0: I guess that is it's who it's mental. just that is just who its aimed at now, isn't it? It is just basically marketed to kids because, yeah, otherwise yeah. why? I mean, like,
1: why, why all the video game that? stuff is it, like the most popular guys are marketed towards very young kids. Like when Daisy and I have dinner together, and it's just her and I, we will watch a guy. There's this guy called Kindly Keen, who's basically just just a guy like my age, a little bit older, a little bit younger. I'm not sure. Who's just there uh, in a baseball cap. Playing a video game and he's just like really hyper about it, but it's like Roblox or it's like some crappy mobile game that would probably install like a virus on your phone if you installed it yourself. <laughs> yeah. But me and her, we we eat them up because it's just really low brow, mindless. Like, let's just put it on while we have something to eat. Quality programming and it's not negative in a way that a lot of these. Things are, they're not like necessarily rot your brain type videos, but we we are victims of it. We 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 encourage this guy to make videos by watching them. But it is something about it that I can see why the kids enjoying it. Because it it's simple, there's nothing complex. Like like with us who are quite happy to watch a YouTube video or a Twitch stream of someone playing a video game. It's that kind of mindless entertainment of like, I'm never going to experience this myself, but I'm quite happy to watch someone else experience it and just go through it. It is a really weird thing where, you know, it's not War and Peace, the adaptation on the BBC. You don't have to sit there and concentrate on the storyline. You, <laughs> you can just sit there and be madly entertained.
0: It is that kind of background noise. Georgia watches obviously a lot of Minecraft videos and they're all yeah whoever she watches they're all the same so hi guys so today we're gonna try and do this and then kill the ender dragon that's every single or it is hi guys so today it's day 700 hardcore minecraft and that's it that's it it's either kill the ender dragon or it's hardcore minecraft there's no there's nothing else and the ones where she watches somebody else do something different i i'm like oh okay I'm going to leave a like on this cuz that's actually really interesting. There was one guy who caught every single mob in Minecraft and put it in a specialized holding cell area. And it involved yeah. him doing mental things. Sort of he caught he caught a ghast and got it back to the overworld through a gigantic portal. I was like I appreciate that actually cuz that's kind of ingenuity, you know, the way he's built a giant portal and the way he yeah. got it back and he caught that's kind of clever. And I just said I said to Joe, I said, I said the ones that annoy me are the ones that are just completely parroting everything else and just raking raking in the views. Those are the ones I'm kind yeah. of thinking, come on guys,
1: show me something. They work in
2: the algorithm.
1: Yes, they love exactly. working the algorithm. Exactly. They love it. But also more power to them because oh, yeah. they oh, yeah. are utilizing a system and they're being quite media savvy. Yeah, and good, going, good for that. Well this this is what's what's eaten up. It's mm-hmm. what the audience consumes. I don't have to be Mr. Beast spending like $10,000 per episode on uh, just like giving money away to get views. I can literally just be here doing the old uh, like Markiplier, getting scared at Five Nights at Freddy' type of thing hmm. and uh, having kids watch it. Damn, I, I mean, I, I watch this kind of keen and I think, God, I could do that. And I, I've tried to get into that kind of thing with my twitch streaming which I, I don't very have very many people watch my streams and what have you but obviously some people are happy to watch me and be entertained but part of me thinks man maybe i should just cater for the little kids and just play like roblox and put that stuff on youtube and <laughs> see if that works it's selling, yeah but it's it selling your soul a little bit isn't people. it though
0: I know, but can you imagine if that was like that was just literally what you had to do
1: every day to make it count? It is that tough. Dude, I, I would find a way to make it work. If I could earn the money some of these guys earn, uh, fair, and fair I point. had to sell my soul to play a shitty video game for three hours a day and film myself doing it and pretend to be happy, that's fine. Because I pretend to be happy at my current job and I earn much, much less. <laughs> Well, there you go. You dude. need to That's wait. Need you to need to do. wait
2: for the new hotness because you got into streaming just after the um, Among Us bubble burst. Exactly. So once, the, once the new exactly. hotness comes around, you just stream that for the, a few weeks straight, and you're raking in the money. And then we can retire and build a big house together.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, we could be like the uh, the creatures and people like that when they got all the uh, the people inside the house doing the like the creator's mansion. <laughs> we could all become creators and then have a falling out and like move and live in a garage somewhere <laughs> in West Sussex.
2: Now <laughs> we are the Yogscast. Yes,
1: <laughs> I do wonder about if it's, it, it's it part is of just as a sad thing. Like like with any creator, when you go in and you have these ideals and this this story you want to tell or this way you want to present something. That's fine, and there will be an audience for that, no matter how small. But if you want to cater to the masses and and make money from it, you have to change how you do things. You have to do it in that particular way, that universal way that can be consumed by a wide audience. And the widest audience for that type of media is kids. Yeah, that's true.
0: You and know, as we've already said, is- they'll happily watch your videos five times over, won't they? Like no, exactly. joking aside, you're still getting five views every time my daughter watches the same Minecraft video five times. It's, it's five views, yeah. it's not one view. They'll go back and watch it over and over again. So there you go. You see, if you go to uh, a channel, it's a uh, Roblox Minecraft exclusive channel. I'm it sure will
1: you. Be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I haven't see been streaming for <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome! <laughs>
0: yeah, everything, you've got to call everybody
1: guys as well. You guys, yeah. hey, you guys. Yeah. All right, guys. guys. Why oh, do you right, sound guys. like a daytime, daytime radio me. DJ? Uh, that, yeah. That's how they sound, isn't it? That's
2: how they sound, hey, yeah. You
1: turned, into, you turned into Dr. Fox for a second there. I oh, Hello, it's me, Dr. Simon Fox, I'm here on <laughs> Signal FM. Do you know he's not actually a real doctor? Couldn't believe it. He is. Yeah, he is actually a doctor, yeah. Is he? A doctor of <laughs> funk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> it. You gotta, you gotta sell your soul to cater for the the mass audience. Yeah, That's what you've got to do. You can't, you can't expect, you know, all all of your content to be appreciated by everyone. But if you, my want to soul's make for money sale to it, the highest bidder. That's what you have got to be. You have gotta be willing to compromise your artistic integrity. I've
2: got no integrity. Always haul, haul me out. <laughs> anyone wants to rent me, go for it.
1: Yeah, I've you, got no you've integrity. you to be in crap at art, so whatever. You've got to be like like Wayne and Garth when they were bought by the uh, and sponsored by the <laughs> arcade,
0: yeah,
1: uh, warehouse, No's whatever Ar- it was. Noah's Arcade, it's Noah's Arcade. Noah's
0: Arcade. Yeah, <laughs> I do feel for those. I do feel for those creators, though. I do feel for them because they they cannot now dig themselves out of that hole. They absolutely no, exactly. have to keep. There is no way now they can stop making Minecraft videos. Ever because it just that's their bread and butter, and I just think it's weird. Like, you want your kids to have that you know, good life and exciting job, and all that kind of thing, but then you think, God, if you just streamed Minecraft for about four years and saved really hard, you could probably retire (laughs) if you were on the big one, that would probably be enough. Just yeah, you know, and then you go, it's annoying when,
1: when you do see people being a lot more creative and trying to branch out into lots of different things like like with the yogs cast they started off with minecraft and that was their huge thing but as soon as they started dipping into like new things and that initial wave of interest kind of died off it's like oh my god we have to scramble to find a new audience and a new thing to do that's gonna keep the bills paid and gonna keep us in this office and and you know keep the money rolling in and they kind of sold their souls to do particular things that didn't work out for them very well. And there's so many creators like that who realise, well, I can't do that. I can't branch off into different things. And like you say, they are so deep in it now. There is no way out. There is no creativity that they can get from that.
0: If your kid said to you that they wanted to to do that, would you try and lead them away or kind of say, well, maybe think about something else, or just do it in your spare time? I think that would be my answer, actually.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think I would say, you know, just be just be honest and just say, you're probably not going to make it. Do, it. do it because you enjoy it. That's why I do it. I'm sat there playing video games anyway, and I may as well play video games and talk to people and pretend to be creative. That's all I would recommend for my kids. If they want to get into it, that's perfectly fine. Just don't expect to be, you know, the next Markiplier or Mr. Beast. Alright, question. Please. Okay. How serious do we want to go for the question today, guys? Because we, I've got a couple, and some of them, they're all going to be good conversations, but some of them are potentially more serious than others.
0: We've laughed a lot this week, so let's go serious. Yeah,
2: okay. the, the seriouser, seriouser, the more serious the better. <laughs> serious. Yeah,
1: Here like is the seriousist one. <laughs> the most serious. My baby is six Super months serious. old. <laughs> oh god, it's wrong. So my baby is six months. Ma- no, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm... I can't get this out now. And this is the most serious one. My my baby Serial. is six months old. And his dad is in jail for murder. Oh. When the time comes, how do I explain something like that to him?
2: You recreate it with socks slash shadow puppets.
1: <laughs> ke- the
2: murder. up ketchup. And up, yes. Yeah, the <laughs> murder. ketchup, yeah. So what happened was, he
0: disrespected your daddy, okay? So your daddy had to go ham on him with a knife, okay? So listen, pay attention. <laughs> if you watch here, your teddy bear, Mr. Flibbles, is going to stab... <laughs> is going to stab your toy dog Rover right here. (laughs) And that's what your daddy did. And now
1: he's serving 25 to life. Right. You know when you do something naughty and you have to go sit on the naughty step? Now, (laughs) imagine that naughty naughty step step has a lot of metal around it and a guy who may rape you inside. (laughs) That's what your daddy's doing.
2: Remember that this was supposed to be a serious question?
1: Uh, you've, You've ruined the integrity of the question this is a serious question because th- th- this happens to a lot of families there are a lot of kids out there whose one of their parents who is in jail and and this can cause a lot of problems for kids obviously that that separation anxiety that trying to understand why this has happened and obviously depending upon the age of the child that that lack of knowledge of what has happened. They just growing up knowing that, yeah, this is normal. My dad is in jail. And not everyone's dad is. But how do you explain, when it comes to it, what your dad is in jail for is going to be a big thing. Because first you've got to explain murder mm-hmm. to your child.
2: Well, first they have to understand the concept of death. And then they've got to understand the concept of someone making someone be dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, choosing to take someone else's life is yeah. a uh, no. It's likely something you can drop on them when they're just tucking into their cocoa pops on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> is it?
1: Wow! No, because then you're going to give them like like eating anxiety, aren't you? They're always going <laughs> to associate, associate cocoa, pops cocoa pops with murder. Pops murder.
0: <laughs> I'd rather have a bowl of cocoa pops. No, no,
1: no cocoa, no Not no. with your straw spoon.
0: <laughs> wow. I have no clue. I have, com- I am completely, completely stumped. Uh, yeah, because Man. you, I always say that we just tell Georgia the truth about stuff if she asks, and we've never kind of gone into. I have explained to her. I have explained to her before that sometimes people will hurt other people so much that they die, and I said, you know, it's it's called murder. When somebody murders somebody, that's basically what it is. And then <laughs> since then. Like we watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine and stuff like that, where that's kind of discussed in a comedy matter. So she knows what it is. But if it's a kind of this is what it's different, obviously, because if this is what your dad did, now it's like, now it's really real in a sense of, oh my God, my dad has taken someone else's life. I don't know. I I have no clue. I have no clue
1: at what age you would even start. That was going to be my next question. When would you start to? Yeah. Explain that when they stop questioning, where is my dad? Why don't I have a dad? I mean, that would happen quickly, wouldn't it?
0: Not, I mean, not. Yeah. You know, but by the time they they are going to school, there would be. Oh a yeah, blindness. you'd
1: imagine when they're like two or three. As soon as you know, they can talk,
0: and they've got friends, their friends would say things like, "Does your where does your daddy work?" or "Is your daddy even like you know?" "Oh, is your daddy silly? Is your daddy fun?" And they'd be so. What's <laughs> how do you mean? What's a daddy? You know the man who lives yeah. at your house. What man? There's no man at my house. And then they go, "Yeah, oh, exactly, no- <laughs> mum. Why is there no man? Why is there no man in this house?" Kind of
1: thing. <laughs> He's in it the big his- house. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we've got another house that's much larger than this one, Miss. Yeah, he lives <laughs> he there. Lives there. It's-, it's owned by the Queen.
0: <laughs> I, uh, dude, I have no I guess you, you just have to play it by ear, wouldn't you? And just see how mm. the kid was and. My thing, as always, is just is just tell the truth because I don't I, I don't think there's anything there's no point trying to hide
2: it or no you you've got yeah. I think you got to tell them so let, let me answer the question with another question just quickly for you two when did you tell your kids like about the concept of death like, how old do you think how old would you say they were roughly because I, I would say it'd be around that time
1: okay oh, so well they'd be able that's... to fully understand it then yeah that that's kind of around like three or four really yeah. it, it, it differs per child because obviously different children are going to be faced with the concept of death at different ages uh, and in different ways. Whether it's the death of a you know a family a pet a family member a pet, the Queen, so, you know it's it's going to be different for every child. For for Daisy, it was probably around like three, four because yeah. we're never hidden anything like that from the kids. So, that,
2: that, so for me, that's your answer, yeah. I think. You just—it's just like a, a little like addendum to the death conversation. So, oh yeah, by the way, like your dad made someone dead, and <laughs> <But> again, <laughs> this is—I <this> is...
1: <laughs> will take no further questions at this time. Good <laughs> <laughs> night, child.
2: Goodbye, sweetie. Kiss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Georgia got yeah. kind of an, an introduction because my mum died when Georgia was nearly two, mm-hmm. so. Mm. We discussed my mum and stuff. with jo- we've, we've always discussed my mum with Georgia at different points. I've always mentioned it because she was my mum. So I've always said things. Oh, my mum did this, my mum did that. So Georgia has been aware of death from for as long as I can remember because she's she was at the funeral and stuff like that. So, yeah. Sorry, at the cremation. So it was never a case of we hid it because we just talked about it in an open... Because I didn't want Georgia to be afraid or... I know there are some kids who lie awake at night thinking about death, and it terrifies them. And I never wanted Georgia to be like that. I mean, I can't help it if she is or not, but I think I don't want her to be. Oh God, one day, you know, live your life and enjoy it. Kind of try and enjoy it as you are. Don't think about the future too much at the moment. Kind of thing. So it was never, like I said, we never, we never hid it. So it was always there. We never thought at some point. I guess like the like the Father Christmas conversation. We never thought, okay, we'll do it now because now's the time to do it kind of thing it just it was just a yeah. natural thing because obviously my mum died so so I don't think it like adam said it wouldn't be a particular age you would just have to play it by ear and if they wanted to discuss it then discuss it with them in a in a calm and kind of open forum but obviously yeah. the idea is then that you know somebody has made somebody else dead they've not just died of natural causes you're they've willingly taken a life which is like way heavier way heavier
1: would would you try and spin a positive out of this for, for <laughs> your kid? In in the sense of if you go to school and people are saying my dad could beat up your dad. <laughs> <laughs> you say my dad could literally make your dad dead. <laughs> He's done it before. <laughs> my killed the He's killed before. <laughs> he will, he'll kill again. He's got the taste of it now, I'm afraid. <laughs>
0: I've just fucking realized. I mean, clearly we have no right answer here, so we're going to go with the comedy. I've just realized that this is the play the three of us should do to protect our daughters. We need to go out and murder somebody because our- <laughs> then our daughters will bring a boy home. Well, Where's your dad? He's in prison. What for? Murder. murder. That boy will never do anything to hurt our girls because they're <laughs> be like, oh, my God, I'm not. Dad's a fucking psycho. He's in the clink for fucking murder. That's what we're I- I do. we I would only need to
1: murdering. I'd only be willing to do that if the it was described as murder most foul. <laughs> 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 or murder most horrid. They're, they're the only two caveats I would have. I don't want to go down for your everyday murder. It has to be a really yeah. foul or horrid murder.
0: Yeah, my caveat would have to be he beat a man to death with his bare hands. So I didn't even need any weapons. Just me as a human is terrifying enough to this...
1: this Beat a guy to death with his own hands. With his own hands, yeah. Yeah. Stop hitting yourself. (laughs) Oh, I've gone too far. He's dead. He hit himself too much. The
2: the man who hit himself too much.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, I love that hit. Coming to Spotify. So,
0: So, yeah, I guess we've got to the bottom of that. Yeah. Christ, we have no clue. Just... (laughs) The answer, my answer would just be just to put carefully. an answer to it. Yeah, carefully, <laughs> just play it by ear and try and navigate it as best you can. But don't hide from it. Don't try and keep it. I'd say don't try and keep it a secret, but just try and yeah, you know, broach the subject as best you can and explain all the
2: facts.
1: Yeah, and make sure your child has access to therapy because they may need it. I mean, and being one hundred percent serious, yeah, that's having true. that knowledge that you know that is genetically linked the propensity for murder could be there. That that must be, you know, quite a a heavy weight to bear, mentally speaking. Alright.
0: Let's end on that, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> serious serious comedy at the end. Yep. <laughs> Do you know what it is though with the three of us? I think that's when our That's how we just all cope, isn't it, with any kind of serious oh, yeah. situation. We just have to laugh about it.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we can't think about it too much, can we? Because we'll just crumble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a thin veneer that we yeah. have <laughs> protecting us, and it's yeah. bolstered through sniggering.
0: Protecting <laughs> our own brains. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Love you lots. Anything else from you boys? No,
2: love you all. Take care. Thanks, everyone. I'm about to go and beat a guy to death with someone else's hand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there we go Benny recording record it next week from prison so uh, take care
2: everyone <laughs> love you lots we'll talk to you next week toodly love you bye.